The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Breaking news from 22 Infinite Loop or whatever the fuck Apple's address is. This is my brother. My brother made an advice show for the modern era. What's the news? Let me break out this fucking tech news. I'm trying to try to get the SEO. Trying to get the SEO right, and you're stepping on my. What are you doing? That's the breaking news sound. Yeah, that's the one we paid that studio thousands upon thousands of dollars to make, and you got so mad at us because you said it sounded like us going boop 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 boop. Here, let me hit play again so you can do your breaking. Okay. Breaking news from 22 Infinite Loop. It's the new model of everyone's favorite touchable. It's the it's the guy phone. They changed it. They changed it. It's the it's new model. It's going along the go- just like uh, Dr Pepper and Seven Up. This is just for men. Nope, that's not it. It's um it's a little anthropomorphic phone. It lives in your pocket. It's just a little guy. He's just a he's just a little guy. He lives in your pocket and he does all the things that the iPhone is he five did. Like but he's, a phone or a guy. He is, imagine a hybrid Ugh. of both. Like, okay, wait, okay, wait, hold on. So, like, a phone with arms and legs, or like a man with a phone for a face? It does, it has appendages. Okay. It has appendages, and it has a fleshy, scratch-resistant exterior. Uh, the thing you should know about the appendages is that they are extremely breakable. And oh my god! It's like Mr. Glass <laughs> from Mr. Glass <laughs> from Unbreakable. You'll never stop hearing about it. Uh huh. Um, so be careful. You have a phone call. Must be nice. I don't have arms. Yeah. I'm Guy Phone. I'm also, Guy. Also, there's phone. an unwrapped Starlight mitten here. It's terrible in here. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> please why, don't why, leave your where, iPhone in a jar. I need you to have baggy your pants, please. I need to. I need you to be the legend of baggy pants. <laughs> And I need to ride around in there. And I, if you could wrap me in pillows, I'm so fragile. Did so, you want to apps? Did you want an Angry Birds on me? <laughs> angry Birds on my tummy. Angry Birds on my... We used to Angry Birds all the time, Dave. My battery's dying! Uh, uh, Dave! <laughs> I, that's what I need. I need a guy phone that can tell me when I shanked it on Super Sick Man Golf, even though I know. I know. I did. I know it. Ooh, a little high. A little too much mustard on that tomato. Thanks, Guy Phone. I would like a Guy Phone that was sitting there like, hey, are we, we're going karaoke tonight? Don't you have to work tomorrow? You really think that's a good idea? Ooh, oh, gosh. I don't know. You better set an alarm on me now. So what I want is a tiny pocket nanny. Pocket nanny from the makers of Guy Phone. Uh, my name is Justin McElroy, by the way. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. $10,000 for, for the, the Guy Phone. Does it make mm-hmm. calls? They have, they have a cheaper model. It does not make calls, no. It does not, okay. They have a cheaper model that doesn't make calls or have apps, and it's just a small man. That's cheaper? It's called the Guy Phone Steven. Neither are a phone. No. It's also not, uh, it's not a living, it's a tiny, it's a little corpse. Guy Phone does. <laughs> Wait, Guy Phone corpse. Steven is dead? dead? Yeah, it's a dead, it's a dead pygmy corpse, and you carry it around. And it doesn't have apps, but you can still like play with it at the movies. Does it ward off evil? Doesn't do any of that. No, yeah, it's wow. very, very non-functional. But it is cheaper than the Guy Phone, so just the Guy food, phone, just food which, for as we already established, is pretty limited in terms of functionality already. Listen, your kids are gonna your kids are gonna ask for the fucking Guy Phone for Christmas. <laughs> you don't have ten stacks to drop on each and every one of your seven kids. So I've got a cheaper option for you. We call it the Guy Phone Steven. <laughs> Guy Phone uh, Steven comes in a lot of different colors. He is a dead corpse. He's a dead corpse. He's a dead corpse. Let's, I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're selling you a corpse. <laughs> but it's cheaper than the Guy Phone, so you'll be able to fill all those Christmas wishes. Great stocking stuffer. Guy Phone Steven's not going to complain <laughs> about being stuffed. 
<laughs> He's got the same features as the guy thumb. Very breakable, very brittle appendages. <laughs> I'm ready to I'm ready to make a buy. How much do I have to lay down for Guy Phone Steven? Guy Phone's ten thousand. What's Guy Phone Steven gonna run me? Fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> $14.99, and you can have your own Guy Phone Steven. You now I know you're wondering, isn't through how we are not I mean, I, where are you finding these Lilliputians for your for your uh, for your experiments? And how are we not going to wipe out this resource? I don't want to be accused of false advertising and saying that it is very much similar. The Guy Phone Steven is very similar to the Guy Phone. Um, these are obviously failed Guy Phones. These are <laughs> these these came out of the printing press a little sloppy. Um, so these are these are guy phones into which we were unable to breathe life. Um, yes, they are. They are these half half formed golems. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they are lots of variation in the models. Um, some of them are very big, which <laughs> people aren't crazy about. Just having these really big um, mutated corpses but 1499 price it can't be beat coming out this november 32nd <laughs> get it get it guy phone get it. that's all for today and now everybody coolio <laughs> i'm coolio and i'm here to say i like guy phone steven in a major way <laughs> that's coolio basically. he has not missed a step he is nope. still and then he's gonna drop in a fantastic voyage and lots of tiny stevens are gonna just flop just on lay, the stage from the ceiling. Be dropped, be dropped like so much dead confetti. Hey guys, how do I? How old do I have to be to call people in college kids? I'm 25, and I really want to do that. That's from Caleb in New Zealand. God, don't call anyone below like 13 a kid. I'm a, being, I am getting to that age where everyone's a kid to me now. I, yeah, but okay, you don't wait, call. hold on. But there's a difference. Are you like, are you specifically referring to someone like, look at that kid? Or are you saying like kids today? Or those college kids, because I think that's a lot less, that's innocuous. You know, say like college kids these days are like, well, I don't want to go hang out with college kids at some college bar. But I think if you like point at a 22 year old and you're like, look at this kid over here. Like, yeah, everyone's a kid because every, the distinction for me is, do they have responsibilities? And if you're in college, you, you don't, I mean, you probably don't, you might have some, they may seem like responsibilities that you have. But but you don't. That's not accurate. Are they sexually active? Middle schoolers. Okay. By the time by the time you reach middle school, this is a I saw a Pew Research study about this. By the time uh, that anyone ever reaches middle school, they're already they're already hooking up. They're already um, you know shagging and snogging. Um, uh, you can't look at a middle schooler that you know this Saturday night is gonna make sweet love to a woman or to a man and say look at that kid look at that sexually active kid it's not right but that's that, wrong but he also doesn't have a job it doesn't matter it does to me lots of adults don't have jobs are you telling kids. me that and they're kids you're you saying, saying that you unemployed to a kid yeah oh you got fired you're a kid again you're a kid now god it's free it, of it, listen if it was that way I would tender my resignation right now. And if, and it, but if you have if you have no job but you have a child, you become a young adult. Okay, I don't understand. It's a weird so sliding it, scale. I have it written down somewhere. Is there any gradient between the two, or is it just hard stop? You're a kid now. Yeah, you mean if you become like a part time employee, mm-hmm. then you're a teenager. Griffin, this, this, Travis, I don't you think realize these sense. are tied to ages, right? I mean, you're you're hmm? we're having a lot of fun here so far. Eh? Uh, you realize these are are delineations for ages, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I did not. Okay. But I'm also not ashamed. Well, I guess that's... I guess that's something. <laughs> Travis is a West Virginia heart. He's living mountain proud. He doesn't care about the rules society makes for him. He's mountain proud. That's, can we change the name of our podcast to Mountain Proud? <laughs> No, don't proud. call anyone a kid. I think, I think, uh, oh God, once you're like an irascible 70 year old who like only sits on their porch exclusively, then you can start busting out that, that kind of vernacular. Because when you're 20 I, fucking five, no way. Because realistically, like, and I get it because I do the same thing, but the reason that you want to do that is to feel superior. Is so that you can be like, I've seen some shit 
and they are mm-hmm. still kids. And like, yeah, I get it, but it's always gonna kind of even people around you that want to do the same thing. It's always gonna make you seem a little bit judgy. See, it's our fucking, it's our stupid fucking language, devoid of any and all honorifics. That is what that is what Japanese has got on us. Like, they have a system, a regimented system in place for referring to people based on their place uh, compared to yours in like the social caste. We don't have anything like that. I because if so, like, um, you know, I would probably call you guys. You know, Misters Travis and Justin. I mm-hmm. would be in so Which I think has it. And you would call me like Lil Griffin or something like that. Can we please get that started? I think we probably could. I have news for you, Caleb. Why should you should be careful? I'm 32. You're 25. Guess what? You're a kid to me. You're 25 Caleb. years old. You're a kid. You're a baby boy. You're a sweet baby boy. Travis can be 30 years old in mm-hmm. November. Ugh, Jesus. I know. Gross. Can you imagine? What do you think you're going to be to him? I have a hint for you. A kid. Yeah. This fucking podcast kid is not like, lest you be kidded. Think about it. This this podcast is going to be like two and a half fucking minutes when Travis turns 30. It's two adults and a young upstart, crazy religious and, and, son. And introducing Lil Griffin. He melted the heart of a nation. I eat it all the potato chips. <laughs> and that's his I've never watched phrase. a single episode of that show. His Where's the potato phrase? chips? I have a date. I eaten them all. Have you seen my slingshot? <laughs> I uh, I actually just found my I eaten all the potato chips T-shirt uh, mm-hmm. from when uh, Lil Griffin was still really big on TGIF. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it is a collector's item now, so I'm gonna try to hold on to it. It's gonna come back. You know they're getting the reunion. They're doing it. You guys want a Yahoo? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this Yahoo was uh this yahoo was sent in by julie ken thanks julie ken it's by yahoo answers user kool-aid man who asks how to make my clothes smell clean i have gym tomorrow and i don't have time to wash them how would i make them smell clean or just smell good would spraying them with tag work sorry what's tag one more time is that like the body spray? Is that a body spray? So there's three body sprays, right? There's the, the there's the trinity of douche smells, mm-hmm. and there's Axe, there's Tag, um, which is very much it's I believe it is also delivered in aerosol form, and then there's Bod, uh, which I don't know if you guys remember Bod. It was n- it was a fully blown liquid form that came in a little Windex bottle. Uh huh. Uh huh. And bod. you would spray that. Oh yeah, I want your Bod. Yeah. 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 A very successful ad campaign, very successful uh, uh, parfum, um, and you, yeah, you just spray that on your clothes or on your wiener, and then you're ready to go for the eve. What about saber Did- with four R's at the end? Was that? Am I misremembering that as a as a pretty big, a pretty popular one? I think you're misremembering that as like an extant thing. Saber, remember it saber. was like it was like alpine stink mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> mountain wafter. And yeah. uh, truck truck bed gravel, <laughs> cloud shaker, good time <laughs> Saturdays. Yeah, bad time Saturdays. <laughs> Ugh, fucking casual Clayton's. Mm-hmm. Uncle Dylan's secret. Mm-hmm. They had lots of different uh, unscented. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just missed yourself with a a saline. I'm dry. Some sort of saline solution. I'm really dry. Um, you take that with you to the theme park. Sure, treat you know, yourself. Treat yourself to a little spritz, a little spritz, a little spray. Uh, how do you make clothes smell? Um, in Ghostbusters, he says that if you leave a shirt in the sun for an hour, it'll smell good. Is mm. that is that a possibility? I thought it was that he left it outside his window so that the wind would blow through it and take all the stink particles away. I'm not That's sure possible. on the. Uh, physics of stink. No, little little bugs are attracted to it. They'll come, harvest your stink, mm-hmm. take it back to their, um, um, you know, the, the drones will take your stink particles back to the queen, build a stink nest. It's just like the circle of life, I guess. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm so glad that my stink is being put to a good purpose. Would you rather just waste it? Would you rather just like flush it down the washing machine, Justin? <laughs> no, you're right. I, I'm eco. I'm green. I use shopping bags at the 
shopper and uh I I uh I'm into this. I'm into you know steak harvesting. I, I I actually wash my clothes in the river uh, with sharp uh, jagged stones, uh, so that way all the stink forms into a reef um, that can host m- marine life. Okay. Yeah, you always have to fucking one up me. Well, I'm just saying, like I'm trying I'm to live a green life. I'm I don't sick take of it anymore. I feed my clothes. Um, don't use deodorant. I feed my clothes to my kids, and that's like a fun mm-hmm. way of like reducing my footprint. Um, because my kids die, and then they don't, they don't like do anything, and they don't like consume anything anymore. I I actually send uh, all my unwanted uh, stinky clothes uh, to uh, starving children in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, so they can wear like my print at Hardy Tees. Um, yeah, some of sure. my, like my Jinko jeans. Oh, they love that shit. They love it. They love the. Oh, that pants. is a great. Please tell me that. You wore your Ed Hardy tee and your Jinko jeans together while you sprayed yourself with unscented bod and just, just like got, to, got ready to get up. fucked. When they see me, I want them to be like, ah, that dude is classy. And I know yep. that because his t-shirt says classy. Travis mm-hmm. isn't and just it, a look. Travis isn't just a person. Travis yeah. is an aesthetic. Really. Yeah. You know what? What I'm doing is I'm I'm selling my brand. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just me. It's Travis trademark. Mm-hmm. Travis's sagums. And because your jink, um, I'm assuming your Jinko jeans were tent like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They actually contain smaller pants. So I don't understand. Are we talking about four pant legs? You're only occupying two at a time. Please don't say three like a dick joke. No. That, no, I have two dicks. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. I was raised super religious and was prohibited from most physical contact with other people. If I had been caught even holding hands with a girl, I would have been expelled. I've since gotten out of that environment, but now I don't know what the rules are in the real world. So far, I've been avoiding touching people, except for handshakes and goodbye hugs. But touching is really important for flirting, and it would be fun if I could be sure I wasn't committing some unforgivable social sin by doing it. To be clear, I'm not talking about kissing or sex. Those have obvious rules. I'm talking about the zone between greeting strangers and kissing. When can I touch people without being a creepy jerk? That's from Touchless in Rhode Island. Such a good question. Yeah, except that, like, the zone between greeting strangers and kissing is, like, all of it. It's, like, it's like everything. Everything that's, that's like hard the whole, and dangerous. That's, it's the whole spectrum. You're talking about, like, a billion different steps in between those two. Do you want to hear the creepy actor answer? Oh, God. I don't think I, don't, I do. But I think okay. you have a feeling you're going to say it out loud anyway. I am. One of the things that we learned um, in our acting movement kind of classes is that when you're working with someone, you can feel their energy Fuck open, off. open holes where like people could like let you know where it's okay to touch them during a scene based on where their energy opened up a vacuum. Um, for, so that you for a know. long time, uh, Travis would walk into a party uh, and say, "Does everyone feel my dick energy?" <laughs> I feel some really prominent energy. If anyone wants to, help I actually, himself. I actually, to be fair, called it penergy. But go on. I have created a hole in my chi and in my jinko jeans for you to experience my 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 dick beams. <laughs> Let me help. <laughs> gotcha. Right, we can gotcha. set some. Should I go? We could set some uh some pretty easy rules. Okay, here's one: don't touch anyone's butt. Yep. Don't touch anyone's butt ever i think if, it, or, if it's if it's if it is shielded by a bathing suit of course not if it's shielded by i don't care what, if it's shielded what appropriate by their, amount of fabric is there that it is okay to socially touch someone's butt god uh, you don't i'm sorry you don't don't ever touch anyone's butt man woman child child six ski suits yeah, I, I don't even care if you can't tell where their butt is. Like, you give them a butt a butt sort of DMZ, right? Do not touch that butt. Do not touch any butts. If you're in a committed relationship, then you get an engagement ring, and then you ask if you can touch the butt. Other than that, no butt Are we talking touching. about in public or in private? I'm talking public, about if you're not in a relationship with someone, you should never touch their butt. Yes, why are you even, like... Uh, this person should- doesn't know! I'm helping. This is helpful. I don't think it's helpful as much as it is like completely okay, let's, obvious. Let's go for more of a gray. Don't area. put your finger in their butt either. Like don't <laughs> don't, don't go in their ears. Don't go inside them in any way. 
in I, any way. I'm trying okay. to create a practical guide. Don't enter any orifices. That's great. Don't touch their butt. Your mouth probably shouldn't touch anything. Like, don't put your mouth on someone's neck. They hate it. Okay, so let's go for more of a gray area and less of, like, an evil, like, dark, dark area. Sorry, yeah, if, we're in the- sorry if you were this guy, would you be more concerned about entering a gray area or, or entering the evil dark area? Just I'm, like you put your tongue in my butt, and I'm a stranger. Like I didn't, I didn't know. I went for this. I know he's. Not, I'm stuck. I know I'm stuck. <laughs> I know he's not Encino man. Like I know he has some baseline. I'm just trying to get the easy. Well, but stuff like, what about shoulder? What about shoulder? Okay. When sh- is it okay to touch someone's shoulder? I think you can With touch what? someone's shoulder for one, th- one Mississippi done out. Longer than one Mississippi, and I think that you've unless you're posing for a picture. Like, I, I think that that's... I, I think also, like, there's a big difference between touching someone's shoulder, like, in greeting, like, hey, and you kind of, like, smack their back, you know, kind of thing, or, like, give them, like, don't, a side hug, versus, like, them. you're sitting there talking to them, and suddenly you just reach out and rest your hand on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. That, that has to be saved for serious conversations. Yes. Uh, um, I hu- think that... There, what if what? what if we had... What if we invented some kind of social sex dice? And then whenever you greeted a stranger, you would each roll a dice, and it would tell you a body part to touch with their body part. But it wouldn't be anything perverse. It would just be, like, hand to, like, cheek. Oh, so or, it's just, like, completely innocuous, like, elbow to elbow. Yep. To knock your knees together. Elbow and then you would just, like, elbow. do a... Oh, you know what would be good? What if there was some sort of codified way of greeting somebody where you just, like, grabbed their hand and then grabbed your hand? Like, what are we fucking talking about? He already covered handshakes. That that part he is good with. He's trying to close the bridge between handshakes and kissing, and I'm trying to shine the light of truth on some of the pitfalls that he's got to avoid. All right, flirty fun, flirty fun. That's our new. That's the new motto, flirty fun. Mm-hmm. Keep it fun, keep it flirty, keep it not weird. That's like nothing. There's nothing you can do. This is the great. There's. It's a mystery how anyone gets born. No, you know what you do? You you gotta you gotta take the the shit that you already know. You gotta take your um your areas in which you are confident and competent and you need to put a little you gotta chop it and screw it. You gotta remix it a little bit. So like go in for that hug when you say goodbye to somebody you like. Maybe hold it in for like mm, second and a half too long. Or, or like really get your chin down in that neck. People are gonna either like that or not like that and then you know. Or maybe when your hand maybe when you're shaking their hand you hold it for like a long time, and then you take your other hand on the. You take your index finger and you make little circles on the back of their hand while you're holding it. <laughs> so Griffin, this is just like fun, flirty stuff you can do. <laughs> Griffin's, Griffin's suggesting a very, uh, a very Diane Fossey sort of gorillas in the mist approach to mm-hmm. learning social interaction, where just you physically do it and see if you get bitten, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. take notes, mm-hmm. and then move to a different town once you've established. Oh, that's another your thing. That's another important thing. After every physical interaction copious notes in front of the person (laughs) they need to see you're engaged and if you could do it if you could do it like on a live blog kind of setup so that other people can learn uh from your experiences oh definitely definitely want to know what happens here definitely want some follow-up info and maybe some gifs maybe a couple gif gifs maybe (laughs) maybe the answer here is is just to never be sort of the aggressor if you will and make it clear the sort of social, physical contact that you're in the market for. Sort of put mm-hmm. your your sign out, and let that person take the lead. I mean, because here's the thing: realistically, like as I've been sitting here trying to think about it, it's one of those things that as soon as you are thinking about it, there is nothing you can do that's not creepy. You know what I mean? Because it because the thing is, is as soon as it's not like just a spontaneous like action that you've taken, when you think about it, like can I touch their shoulder right now? It's yeah. already creepy. You're inherently thinking about something that you would be ashamed to say out loud. Like mm-hmm. you would never say out loud to someone, I've been thinking about how to touch you. Yeah. Because um, that, <laughs> that dog will not hunt. touching you. So I would say like the best thing to do is to just try to quiet your mind and just like hang out with the person and not worry about it. And then if, you know, in the course of the conversation, like you end up like kind of, you know, touching their arm or whatever, so be it. But if you try to think about it, while you're doing it, one, you're probably not paying attention to them and not really listening and being a good friend or flirting efficiently. And secondly, as you're thinking about it, you're you're ruining the moment by forcing it. Yeah, but if you don't think, I mean, 
Yes, but if you just go out, that that's what being drunk is for. To do these yeah. sorts of things without consideration. Oh, but, was that not clear? You need to be drunk 24-7. Yeah, that, there's nothing that people like around more than, than a touchy drunk guy. <laughs> well, everybody, okay, everybody That's else That's never got anyone into trouble. Everybody else also has to be as drunk, if not more. Did we all touch? Um, I was just going to make a, a joke about how you can sing ZZ Top's I'm Just Looking for Some Touch to people, but the name of that song is actually Tush. <laughs> <laughs> like they're singing like I'm just looking for some tush. How the fuck have we allowed ZZ Top to get away with that shit since the summer of '75? What the like? Hey, what the hey, fuck have we? A song called like Tube Snake Boogie, right? Song about wieners, and right? Like a but song that's called She Wants a Pearl Necklace. But that's fun. But that's like fun, like a fun double entendre. The joke they're is literally anyone... saying like I'm just trying to hunt some fanny cheeks, like <laughs> ZZ Top. <laughs> I just want to squeeze a titty. Like ZZ Top, you can't just come out and say the thing that you want to do. I would like to ejaculate thanks to a sexual partner's interaction with my genitals. ZZ Top. ZZ Top, Mr. Mr. Top, please stop. The joke, See? the persistent joke of ZZ Top is that anyone could ever love a bearded man. This is the this is the great the the great uh, underlying satirical tone in their music, which you miss if you uh, aren't paying close enough attention. Also, the word according to the Wikipedia article, the word "tush" is pronounced in the song in such a way that it rhymes with the word "rush," uh, resulting in a monde green, which has some listeners believing the word is "touch" if they haven't read the lyrics. That's because they fucking like said the word wrong. You're not allowed to do that either. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Either. Say what you will, I love him on Duck Dynasty. Some episodes of that show are really tushing. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a Yahoo answer. Uh, here's a Yahoo Mystery Nights. Um, it was uh, sent to me by Jacob Holt. Thanks, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mondo10, who asks Would it look cocky or vulgar if I posted a transformation pic on Facebook? Like, I was about to upload my before and after pic of how I was fat starting sophomore and how I look now with a six-pack and completely shredded. <laughs> what people hate or think I'm cocky, it's not like I'm doing a selfie of my body. It's putting both in one pic. You're doing a double selfie. Right, but if he was totally ripped and shredded in both pics, then I think it would be a selfie. I think this is, like, an admission of... Let me throw uh, this out. This is the only circumstance in which I would allow this. Picture one, ripped, shredded, lifting up your wife beater to show your abs, posing. Picture two, exact same picture, but you took it a month later after you're growing a mustache. And you have a seventh, you have a seventh pack. <laughs> and it's like one of those like magic eye, like find the differences. And the mm -hmm. difference is the mustache and the seventh ab that's migrated up towards your right breast. Right. And if you look really, really, if you put your face really close into those abs and you pull back just a little bit. Oh, it's a sailboat. <laughs> There's a sailboat in there. That's fun. I, uh, I think that you should have one picture of yourself completely fat, totally fat. You probably have one of those. And then the second picture, you're shredded, right? Six pack, the whole bit, except you're surrounded by Nazi paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> People are forced to confront the nature of transformation wow. and the steep you price know, we must sometimes pay. You, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. The, there's, there's a third panel that just says "worth it?" Question mark. Maybe it's up to you, listener. Ooh, ooh. I miss okay. fat, non-anti-Semitic <laughs> Joe. Okay, what about first picture? You're fat, but you're very happy. Second picture, you're ripped, but they can see that there's trouble behind your eyes. And then a third panel where you're fat again and clearly happy again. Okay. <laughs> You've just come back around and be like, you know what? I wasn't happy. I wasn't. And, it's like limitless. Like, what? No, it's like fucking Shallow Hal if you're going to compare it to a film. Um, it's like Shallow Limitless. Uh, I, I think that fat to like shred it up to like then a third panel where you're just kind of somewhere in the middle. And that's sort of a realistic take on weight loss. It's like, oh, man, I fucked slipped up. I need to eat and healthy sucked. So I might as well just try and, like, balance out until I die. You know, but they don't do that with other things. So it's not like one where the dude's, like, just sitting in pajama pants at home watching SpongeBob SquarePants at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then the second panel where the guy's sitting in a cubicle, like, talking on the phone, giving a big thumbs up. I don't understand. Like, like oh, you're talking being, being unemployed and employed. Like, there's not before and after for any other life Between being a, a kid and an adult, you mean? 
Yes, thank you. But like that idea of saying like this was me fat and this is me fit. Like there's no like okay. This, this was me sure. living in an apartment. This is me living in a house. This Check is me before I learned C plus programming. Yeah. And this is me after I learned it. Can you tell? Right. I programmed this Facebook. I don't understand. I don't understand the obsession. I used to not be able to cook quinoa. Now I totally do, and I eat it all the time. Can you tell? Before and after. You look so much happier in the second picture. Yeah, it's the quinoa. I told you. I learned it's it. an ancient. It's an ancient grain. Superfood. It's a superfood and an ancient grain. This is me pre-goji. This is me after goji. You can tell because I'm fucking. I have a uh, thirteen pack and I'm fucking glowing. <laughs> and I'm floating six inches off the. Ground. I'm floating six inches off the ground and I'm shooting beams of energy. Out of my out of my chi holes. I went I went Super Saiyan. There, mm-hmm. it's out. I went Super Saiyan thanks to my Goji and my ancient grains. Uh, <laughs> if we want to buy more Goji and ancient grains, we gotta get some money. So let's do that now. You know, we talk a lot about sex toys on this program week to week. We do? <laughs> I know. Thanks to our friends at ExtremeRestraints.com, but I want to I wanna change it up. I, I feel like we give so much coverage to ExtremeRestraints.com's uh, sex toys that we miss all the other great options. Um, I get all my groceries off ExtremeRestraints. Mm-hmm. The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. That's a book. You could just buy that. It's by Anne Rice. It's a very, uh, it's a book about the creator of Sleeping Beauty, uh, who is very litigious. Um, and there were a lot of people who wrote, uh, basically Sleeping Beauty knockoffs. And so this writer had to, like, defend her intellectual property. It's very fascinating stuff. Very interesting. Uh, it's probably not about that at all. a book you can pick up called Bondage for Sex, which is a great, I'm glad they're differentiating from, uh, I don't know bondage for tax evasion. I don't know the or other like reasons for bondage. Pipes, pipe sealant. I'm guessing. <laughs> I guess uh, you can bondage get bondage for own protection. <laughs> bondage for your own safety. You're a werewolf. For werewolves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, or maybe like you just can't control yourself around chocolate chip cookies. You know, like if you put me in front of them, I'm gonna eat them. So I'm gonna need you to strap me to this bed. Yeah. Hold me back. There's a paddle. That's great for. Strict parents. Or for getting pizzas out of the oven. If you, uh, That is, if you want the bottom of your child or the bottom of your pizza to say slut on it backwards. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Will you make, you make this amazing artichoke slut pizza? Can, you, can we have that for dinner tonight? Um, can we have slut pizza for dinner tonight? Uh, absolutely. That's, all, that's the only thing on my menu. And, I mean, of course, there's nipple clamps. There's so much ExtremeRestraints.com. Chastity devices, which are, like, the opposite of sex toys. Think about it. Uh, and, and so much more. The good news is you can get it all 20% off by using the coupon code SEXABUNGA. That's SEXABUNGA. Uh, you didn't, like, spell You just said it again. You didn't spell it. I, well, I, I One was One more time. SEXABUNGA. Can you believe it? SEXABUNGA. Uh, spelled ca- just like it sounds. Spelled just like it sounds. All capitalized and with three exclamation points. And unsettling. Uh, uh, it's all waiting for you at ExtremeRestraints.com. Go get 20% off right now. Uh, I have a message for Blaine from Mary, who says, In just a few days, we will be married. I can't properly express how excited I am to spend the rest of my life with you. I look forward to years of cats, video games, and traveling all over the world. I love everything about you and hope that someday we can finally own a horse together. I did not misspell house. <laughs> this is, I'm sure this comes as quite the surprise to Blaine. Um, a horse is like the best shelter I think you can have. Like a tax shelter? No, like a living place. Oh, okay. Um, I would knew- point out, though, that if you're hoping to travel the world, maybe having a pet horse isn't the way to go because you can't really like take them with you. God no, knows. and they're not. And God they're knows not- you'll want to. Like, you're mm. not going to want to leave them. That's the problem. All your plans for, you know, you can make all these plans. We're going to be different from all the other horse owners. We're going to be cool, you know. Uh, but once you have the horse, everything changes. Yeah. You're going to want to stay home more, you know. Maybe another maybe a night watch, another night watching Project Runway reruns. Not so bad because you get to do it together as a family with your horse. Mm-hmm. 
I've been looking into this two-bedroom, two-bath horse here in Austin. <laughs> uh, I can get it for a song. It's really competitive, the horsey yeah. market. Uh, I got a message for uh, Alexandra Splendor from Alexandra Splendor. And uh, she says, hey, brothers, it's my 20th birthday on the 21st. I want to treat myself to a special birthday message from my favorite trio. My friend Amber introduced me to your show via Corn Cowboy, and I've been obsessed ever since. Your show has helped me get through life with a smile. Danny Glover, you all. Uh, P.S. Can Griffin say sugar water? Like sugar water. There you go. <laughs> um, we man, we had a fucking exterminator come to our house because uh, we have a very serious ant problem, um, and my cat like went ape shit on him. Like I've never seen my cat like freak the fuck out before. And when I told Rachel, she was like, "Is it possible that he was a bunch of bugs in a suit?" Like the guy. <laughs> Like the cockroach guy from Men in Black. If he's a bunch of bugs in a suit, being an exterminator seems a cruel twi- twist of fate. Maybe, or else book. he's still just like false flagging it and just spraying water. He's or like sugar water. Sugary spraying <laughs> sugar water all, all around right, my house. Sir, he's like, enjoy my little bug buds. You shouldn't have any more problems with ants. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've sprayed it with a deadly toxin. You sound like Torgo. Is the, that where you're going The for? only way to check it is to leave apples on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> A dish of jelly? Well, that seems perfect. Um, uh, we have one more message. Uh, it's for Alicia Neal uh, from Justin Gray. Happy birthday. Happy 30th birthday to Alicia Neal. Wonderful painter, beloved by corgis, never-ending story, an MBMBAM devotee. An all-around swell lady from her demo partner in crime and co-liver in sin, Justin. May this year bring you the fanciest of cocktails, macaroons, adventures, and parties. I feel like I know everything about this lady now. Yeah, yeah. I have a window into her soul. I like that we're on par with never-ending story. I wouldn't say that. It's heady but, praise. But she's devoted to us both. She is a servant of two masters. I don't um, think we could call ourselves her master. That's we terrible. Are. Okay. Now Welcome we're a master. To the fold, Alicia. <laughs> Please put on this robe. Uh, this robe smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have this stink harvested? I forgot to put it outside the window. Ah, I'm so sorry. New question. I'm on a semester abroad in France, and there are some really cool girls here that I've met both English-speaking and not. I'd really like to take one out to dinner to get to know her better, but apparently in Europe... That is much too serious and reserved for actual couples. I feel like anything less than a date just puts me in the friend zone. How do I show interest in a girl without taking her on a date? That's from really confused in, I don't know, some French city, I think. I can't pronounce Some foreign place. Some um, foreign place. First off, friend zone is illusion. Yep, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. Um, Second off, they're women, not girls. Like, yeah, just blanket, okay, we'll just, just like get all the shit. classics out of the way. Uh, now, France let me get... It's a country. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commonwealth. <laughs> it, is get... a, it is a union of nation states. Let me get to the real meat of this question. What exactly about the last three and a half years we've all spent together have you said, boy, these guys have such a good handle on how relationships work in America, I bet that they're just experts about all around the globe. <laughs> like, do you really think they that- They seem like intercontinental, classy gentlemen. You think we got so smart about relationships in America that we've like branched out to challenge ourselves? We don't know where to put hands. The only thing we could tell a guy is not to touch people's butts. Like that's where we're at, caveman status. Is it possible that it is simply like and I know you said English speaking and non-English speaking, but is it possible that it's just like different connotations to like here when you say go on a date, it just means like you're going one-on-one with the person to go do something. And maybe there when you say like go on a date, it just carries a different kind of weight. Because what difference is there? Like if you just said like, hey, do you want to go hang out and see a movie? How is that different? Travis, I don't know. It's another goddamn country. I, because I it seems to me know. like the question this person's asking is like, hey, they don't want to call it a date. How do I still get to know him? By, by just 
hanging just out. being around just being around yeah. them and then like listening to them talk and then interpreting the things they say and then like storing that data Without in your having brain to label it like an american that's yeah. the problem that's the issue that's the issue you got to think a little bit more european travis you're going to europe in a couple months, how mm-hmm. have you started to recalibrate your thought patterns? Well, I got a passport. Sure, that's key. Um, <laughs> Do you, oh, hold on. Driving on the other side of the road. Does this person have a passport? Do you have a passport? Have you checked their passport? That'd be a good way to learn some stuff about them. Let's yeah, like their passport number. <laughs> Let's Let pack each like, other's bags for travel. Let me see all your visas. Went to can, Istanbul, I your, huh? can I check your receipts for travel? All right, do you have anything to declare? Mm-hmm. Have you brought any fruits and vegetables? <laughs> do you have any? Now? Hey, just a quick question. Just to just a quick get to know you. You got any foreign soils? <laughs> got any jars of foreign soils that you're sneaking in? I was wondering about um, uh, our, your youth and specifically your youth of within the last three weeks. And have you interacted with any livestock? I know that this is uh, I, the brothers McRoy told me that this is a. Uh, a social faux pas, but I'm gonna have to stick my finger in your butthole <laughs> just to make sure you don't got any foreign soils in there or livestock. I have a bit of a problem. Don't involved. do it. Why are you trying to start a relationship that you know when the semester is over is just gonna end in heartbreak? Didn't you see fucking before sunrise or after sunset or after or after sunset or from dusk uh, till dawn? Twelve thirty. They had a movie called Twelve Thirty. It was a minute long. They were at Hardee's and they were eating a triple. They were drinking a triple thick milkshake. And at the very end of the movie, she's like, "Why are we eating at hot?" And then credits. <laughs> Haunting stuff. It's it is not Linklater's best work. In fact, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and call it his worst work. You know that was the last movie Roger Ebert ever saw. His quote mm-hmm. upon leaving the theater was, "Oh man, stop it. <laughs> not like this." Not like this. You guys want Yahoo? <laughs> Not now. You guys want Yahoo Nights Mystery? Yeah, please. This Yahoo Nights Mystery was sent in by Nathan Hull. Thanks, Nathan. It's by Yahoo Answers user Cassie, who asks, Simple cosplay ideas for me. I really want to do a cosplay for Crazy Day at school. But I don't have any money to buy and thing. So is there a cosplay I can make with normal class, but still have it look cool? I have wavy, shoulder-length blonde hair and blue eyes. Wait. You, so she's asking, is there a cosplay I can do without dressing up? No, no. No, she has normal cloths. Not mm-hmm. a big budget. She needs I'm, a lot of bang. Give me, give me her look one more time. Shoulder-length blonde hair and blue eyes. Wavy, wavy-ass hair. Oh. Imagine, Imagine a, wait, is that Buffy? Could she do Buffy? No, I'm thinking more like uh, Carrie Bradshaw. You could go as Carrie Bradshaw. It's a pretty lazy answer. Expect okay. a little bit more from you. You could go as Carrie Bradshaw's evil twin. Barry Bradshaw. <laughs> Barry Bradshaw. The, uh, that sounds more like a football player. You could That's go a- as a football player. Maybe it's like a scary doctor. Are you just uh. naming things that what? women can be like is that just our here's no some, here's I, was, a list I was devolving more into like halloween costumes at be least he, at least he went fairly progressive down that line yeah, yeah. women He's can the, be doctors women can be football players they can be ghosts they can be women can be ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> hey women can be mummies too you know such a narrow-minded point of view all of, mummies are women otherwise they're duddies uh, that joke was a duddy. <laughs> <laughs> like Duddy Rock? Like Sh- like Sean Paul? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Take that thing. Duddy, Duddy, Sean Paul. Sean Paul. You could be Sean Paul. Could you cosplay as Sean Paul? No one knows what he looks like anyways. The man's a mystery. Sean Paul Wait, is what? constantly changing. Sean Paul is anonymous. Sean Paul is mm-hmm. Guy Fox. <laughs> it's hard to hear him at his concerts through his mask. <laughs> Can you take the mask off, Sean Paul? My camp's gonna reveal my identity. <laughs> Another, <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> Another thing you didn't know about Sean Paul is he's not a person. According to his Wikipedia page, uh, Duddy Rock is the second album by reggae dancehall toaster Sean Paul. So mm-hmm. he's been a toaster this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't suspect that. He certainly has good flow for a toaster. 
shake that thing, Miss Ding. I'm so sorry. Hello. Your, your toast is done. It's brown and crunchy. Um. Oh man, all these are so terrible. Sorry, Not Shao just Paul, like... but if you're unpopular for long enough, you get on the list. <laughs> <laughs> fucking random list of people that we summoned from the grave, like Dr. Frankenstein, to, to turn into comedy juice for our podcast. <laughs> Should have had a hit, son. Yep. I imagine him and Duffy just sharing a long embrace. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, Bullied Anonymous. Um, please, no names. Just the names that they gave us. Duffy, Squinto, <laughs> Sean Paul the Toaster. <laughs> Welcome. I haven't been mentioned on My Brother, My Brother, and Me in three months. <laughs> so proud of you. Um. <laughs> That's the problem. See, you have people like French Stewart who who've crawled their way back up to relevance. By getting back onto TV, and then it, we can't talk about him anymore. No. Apparently, oh, by the way, you fucked up. Duffy is on Dallas, too, so we're going to have to scratch him off the and, list. And he's also not on Dukes of Hazard. No. He's not? No. Patrick Duffy wasn't in Dukes Tom of Hazzard? Wopat. Well. It was Wopat and the dad from Smallville. Well. I mean. What? Say you, it. you say potato. <gasps> you, you say Wopato. <laughs> Um, how about another question? Wow, you are 100% right, Travis. He was not on the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely was not. It's okay. We'll get it in the Corrections Retractions episode. It'll be like... <laughs> that's what Episode we'll, 200. Episode 200 is going to be like things we fucked up through history. And it's Four gonna hours. Be, it's going to be a very long one. Uh... I have a bit of a problem involving two friends. These friends of mine have been in a relationship for a good few months now. However, it is common for them to show their affection for one another in public. It has even come to the point in which it can be rude, for example. I'll be talking to one of them. Then the other will interrupt our conversation, and they'll start smooching each other. Is it not just me that has an issue with this number of our friends also find it uncomfortable? What would you guys do in this situation? So it's like you're talking about the latest episode of like America's Next Top Model, and then one of your friends is like, "Oh, hold up, smooch break." I don't even think I don't even think they're that polite about it. I don't even think they interject like, "Hold on, talking time is about to be put on hold while I get my smooch on." Are you? Can you slide? Can you? Can you crouch down low and then very slowly slide your <laughs> face in between their faces <laughs> and, get, and get kisses on your cheek? I'm just gonna excuse me. Excuse me. Let me just boop 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 boop. boop. So yeah, on the latest episode, Corey <laughs> pulls this great prank. Uh, I feel like if you made your displeasure with that known just like once, it would be enough to shame them into stopping, right? I mean, have you said like, "Hey, that's kind of rude," like, just say that? Why well, did like, "Hey, could you guys cool it a bit?" Just say that. Come that's on. a little. Bra- would you? Do you know right. why? Do you know why? Because I'm developing a theory on this, and and I believe it is because in real life, people would rather have that thing in their group that everybody can form around and kind of bitch about quietly behind people's backs than just address it and have it be done, because it's more interesting. Oh my God, you are getting real. Yeah. Right. But like. I've seen that happen. I've done that before where it's like it's more fun to bitch about the person behind their back than it is to actually take steps to fix the problem. Travis, that is such a good reminder and I think we've gone too long without reminding people that it is it is 2013. That's true. We are supposed to be getting out the dirt, washing mm. it out, shaking it out. And, well, you and can't really it. wash dirt, can you? No. <laughs> you I'm just saying the thing it. you said the thing you said was dumb and wrong. <laughs> When you try to wash dirt, it turns into mud, and that's not especially clean. Okay. And then when you try to wash mud, it just goes away. It okay. Goes away. Well, then you're left with nothing. You gotta bleach it and teach it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Doesn't <laughs> rhyme with thirteen either. So what the Damn fuck it. are you doing? You, you gotta clean it. And clean rhymes with thirteen. Like stop. Put that part at the end. You gotta clean it and screen it. The screen keeps more of it from coming back. <laughs> okay. So you clean it and then you screen it out. Okay. Wrap your friends. Wrap your friends. It clean it. Wrap your friends in a protective screen. Have you thought about like a Faraday cage for your friends? 
oh, put your two friends in two separate Faraday cages, and that will keep um, the kissing electrons from meeting. Put your friends in a box, and then put a vial full of harmful radiation in that box. Maybe it'll break. Maybe your friends are dead. Maybe they're not. You are existing in two universes simultaneously where your friends are both necking and not necking. Isn't that a little bit better? No? Okay. Nope. You're oh, your friends did die? Existential dread? Oh, no. <laughs> not again. Not again. Sorry. Or maybe, or maybe not again. We don't know. We're not sure. Open the box. Don't open the box. Don't open it. Don't open that box. But open not it. Christmas. You're going to see some limbs. Limbs it's akimbo. all it's gonna akimbo. Like, it's going to look like two giant Guy Fawn Stevens in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us again for another hour. We hope you've uh, enjoyed yourself half as much as we have. Thank you to those tweeting That seems show. about accurate. Yeah. Matt Oldenburg. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't enjoy myself all that much. So 50% I hope you don't muddle through it. Yeah. Just like we did. Uh, Jordan B, Mega Shuri, uh, Zacharias, Scrooge McDunk, uh, Ray Frendon, Sean, uh, Luke Gain, Don Zacharias. Thank you so much for sharing the show. We sure appreciate it. A lot. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters. I'm gonna, I want to put myself out there, make myself a little vulnerable for a second, and just thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Heard a lot of people say, Griffin, I bought Putting the Days to Bed. Where do I go now? How about When I Pretend to Fall? How about um, the other one? <laughs> the name of which escapes me. The name of which I cannot recall. That would be moment. a badass name for an album. How about... The name of which escapes me. There's the Ultimatum EP. That's one. A lot of albums. Lot Maybe of four or five. Maybe anyway, nine if you're look- them, Then John Roger will make more for us. Mm-hmm. He's just been waiting for you. This whole podcast is basically a pyramid scheme to get people to buy Long Winters albums so we can get that new one. Anyway, thanks, John Roderick. Thanks, Long Winters. Uh, um, and then if you're looking for something else to listen to, go check out the other uh, Max Fun podcasts. Uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Throwing Shade, Jordan, Jesse, Go, Bullseye. Um, and check out Sawbones. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a podcast all about pee-pee. <laughs> it's not all about pee-pee. I mean... I listen, I listen to this week's episode. You guys talk about nothing but urine. On your show, it's every a medical week. history show. But uh, okay, anyway, there's lots of other shows. If you like, a, if you want, if you want to listen to a, a PP cast, well then you're in luck. With Sawbones <laughs> starring Justin McRoy, Sydney McRoy. Griffin, didn't you have a last question for us? I have oh. a last one. Yeah, the last one. Um, this one was sent in by Jacob Aller. Thanks, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user King K who asks, "What inventions did Paul Bunyan make?" <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.